What's up, y'all? Hope everybody had a good weekend. Welcome into another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Natures of Colorado, the Northeastern Colorado dispensary, providing top quality cannabis and a wide variety of products. Remember to use that code DNVR online or mention DNVR in store or drive. All right, shout out to everybody that got up with me this morning and was tuned in to DNVR Rams Live. I certainly appreciate everybody that makes it an engaged and lively event every weekend. It's a lot of fun if you don't normally watch the live shows. I certainly recommend you check them out, DNVR Sports YouTube, uh, usually every Thursday and every Sunday. They're a lot of fun. Uh, you can find all that info on my Twitter page uh, or just follow the DNVR Sports page on YouTube. We're going to have kind of a shorter podcast. Um, We're going to talk about what's happening in Agland. I'm going to give an update on some of the Olympic sports. I'm going to talk about the return of NCAA Football 25, kind of what we know about the game so far. I'm going to talk about the CSU elements that I'm really excited for, uh, some elements that I hope are in as well. So we're going to talk about that, just kind of why I'm excited for the game as a CSU supporter. I'm going to give out some info on the CSU football spring schedule. Uh, but at the beginning here, I just wanted to give a couple of thoughts on court storms, which are the big topic online this weekend. Obviously, Wake Forest took down Duke. There was a bit of an incident on the court with Duke star player Kyle Filipowski uh, banged knees with a Wake Forest student, um, had to get helped off the court. That can be pretty painful when you bang knees with somebody like that. And the, uh, the, Reaction has been a bit much for my taste. I'm I'm going to try really hard to say this without sounding like a jerk because I certainly care about the player safety. Do not get me wrong. I will say, kind of watching the video multiple times, it really, to me, looks like Filipowski stuck his leg out and tried to trip somebody who was sprinting, and then they banged knees and he got hurt for being a jerk. Maybe I'm wrong. It's certainly possible. I mean... I very, you know, I don't know. I'm watching it on TV. Uh, But just the performative outrage over this for what actually happened, it's a bit much, guys. Court storms, they occur thousands of times per year between the collegiate and high school levels, largely without incident. And as soon as I saw this happen, I just, I rolled my eyes because I knew the overreaction was, was coming. It was so predictable. The whole thing has just been indicative of how we consume content today, how we react to things as a society. Somebody picks a side, it picks up steam, and then all of a sudden you see 8 million tweets. Everybody with a podcast, everybody with the show has to come on and, you know, show how much they care about the players and, you know, court storms are terrible and when do we get rid of them and and all that. I don't know. Maybe this is the closest I've ever come to being like an East Coast radio hot take jerk or something like that. And I really hope that it's not coming off that way because I do think they got to protect the players better. And that's on the arena, you know, the security. They, they Maybe you need a little bit more police presence around the visiting bench to ensure that they get off the court. But you kind of have to protect yourself a little bit as a player too. And if you watch everybody else on Duke, they sprint. They sprint to the sideline. They get off the court. And Filipowski... You know, he just kind of takes his time. And again, to me, it looks like he sticks his leg out. I'm not saying that this situation was good or anything like that. Obviously, you don't want this to be a a significant injury. That would be a a shame. But man, people are reacting as if we witnessed some type of tragedy. 
And I don't know whether it was Caitlin Clark who definitely sold the the contact that she took. It was it was a flop, to be honest with you. And this, there's an element of it that kind of came off as as sour grapes or sore losers to me. Sure, it's got to be annoying when you're the team that's getting stormed on. Alabama football's had the field stormed on them every loss for the last decade. You kind of learn to expect it, and there there becomes a a process of how to handle it appropriately. And, you know, everybody else on the Duke floor was able to get off. I, I don't know. To me, it just seems like we're making a mountain out of a molehill. I don't want to go too far here and get canceled because I sound like some big jerk or something like that. But I just I want to let the college kids have fun. I think 99.9% of the time it works out just fine. The, the college kids, they're showing up, they're supporting college basketball, which seems to be an issue. You know, every year we talk about the dwindling interest in college sports. And then the first time somebody storms a court or maybe a fan gets a, a little bit too rowdy, everybody has to throw their hands up and it just becomes this performative outrage situation. It's not that big of a deal. If I'm being insensitive, I'm sorry, but I really don't think I am in this situation. I just... I want to see the traditions that we love about college sports, at least to some level, stay intact because we've, we've stripped the hell out of everything else. I personally never got to storm the, the floor at Moby, which is a bit of a bummer. The times that it happened when I was a student, I was working the games in media already uh, for the Collegian, I think San Diego State and Wyoming in 2017, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because you had the Amagbo buzzer beater and then I think the Prentice Nixon game winner against Wyoming. I don't know. The years kind of blend together. I'm getting old. I did get to storm Hughes in 2014 for the homecoming win over Utah State. Jared Roberts hits the game winner after Garrett Grayson connects with Richard Higgins on a just an insane play. Those are, you know, that that's one of my favorite memories of being in college. I know that my younger brother and, and some of his friends getting to storm Moby in that 2017 game you know, they, they had such a blast that sticks with you forever. And to see that go away because, you know, we had a couple of small incidents, not even major deals this year. To me, that would just be, it'd be a shame. All right, I'm going to move on. I'm going to get into the return of NCAA Football 25, talk about what I'm most excited for with the video game as a CSU supporter. Then we're going to get into what's happening in Agland, talk a little track, talk women's hoops. Before we get into all that, I did want to give you guys an update. The CSU Football Pro Day will be on Monday, March 18th. That is closed to the public. Spring football practice will begin on Tuesday the 19th at 8 a.m. All practices are open to the public, so you're able to go and check it out if you would like. The spring game is going to be on Saturday, April 20th at 1 p.m. The morning will be uh, the morning of the 20th before the spring game. There'll be the third annual Grit Run 5K to benefit cystic fibrosis, which, of course, Kim Norvell has. If you're able to support that, it's a great cause. Even if you can't run, you can always just make a donation. Um, on top of that, this fall, the players will report on Thursday, August 1st. The first official fall practice will be Friday, August 2nd. The football women's clinic will be on Saturday, August 10th. And obviously the first game at Texas, Saturday, August 31st, kickoff time, still TBD on that. 
You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for sports, music, comedy, theater, any event near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. What's really cool about Game Time is they're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money. They're going to have deals on the tickets right up to the start of the event, even an hour after it starts. It is the place to find last-minute deals. Find exclusive flash deals, sponsored deals for tickets on football, basketball, you name it. And with their zone deals, you can pick the section, Game Time picks the seats, but you're going to save an average of 18%. With the Game Time guarantee, if you can find seats in the same section, same row, for cheaper, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Download the Game Time app now. It's a great time to get tickets in Colorado Springs for that CSU Air Force game, last regular season game of Isaiah Stevens' career. Download the app, create an account, use that code DNVR for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account, use that code DNVR for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Natures of Colorado provides an amazing grade of cannabis and a vast variety of products. Check them out for all your needs, including infused edibles, high-potency concentrates, and some of the best flour in the state. There are four Natures of Colorado locations, Log Lane Village, Garden City, Sedgwick, and Millican. They are the go-to dispo in northeastern Colorado. Remember to save time when you order online at naturescolorado.com. Pick up conveniently and stay cozy. You can stay in your car. They've got drive throughs Visit a location and mention our code DNVR to take advantage of these Natures of Colorado deals. You can get a $99 ounce every day, but if you use the code DNVR, you can get a full ounce of any shell for $85. Exquisite extracts, you can get a two-gram bucket for $15. Remember to use that code DNVR online or mention DNVR in stores. I also want to shout out the homies over at Breckenridge Brewery. Breckenridge Brewery has been with us since the very beginning. There's no better way to watch a game than having an ice-cold Breck brew in hand. They've been doing it for 33 years. It all comes down to their love and passion for making good beer, made with 100% renewable energy. Try out some of our favorites. The Avalanche Amber Ale is the Breck beer of the month. A classic, can never go wrong there. I also highly recommend the Mountain Beach Sour, perfect in the winter, little taste of summer even when it's cold out. Check out the Breck Beer Locator at breckbrew.com to find a brew near you. EA Sports. It's in the game. That was a terrible impression, but I am stoked because the college football video game is back. NCAA Football 25 is expected to release this summer. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to dive into what I'm most excited for with the game returning as a CSU supporter. Uh, But real quick, I just briefly wanted to go through uh, what we know about the game. Uh, A lot of this info I was able to get from an ESPN article written by Michael Rothstein on February 22nd. So go check that out if you missed it. It's titled NIL Realignment and Everything to Know About the New EA Sports College Football Video Game. He has some quotes from representatives from EA. It's really interesting gets into a lot of the details that I'm not going to bore everybody with on here. But if you are a nerd like me and you are very excited about the intricacies of the game, certainly go check that out. Uh, If you're a little more casual or you're just excited to play the game as a CSU fan, I think you're going to enjoy this. Uh, There's going to be all 134 FBS teams in the game, which you love to see. No FCS teams yet, which is a bit of a bummer. Uh, Also, no real-life coaches in the game this year. So, you know, I don't believe the coaches were... Uh, no, they couldn't have been back in the day because there was no NIL back in the day. So yeah, they were not real life back in the day. Uh, that said, the playbook slash styles will be designed to replicate each school's 
what that means is CSU will be running the air raid. It will look like the Norvell offense, even if the coach on the sideline is not actually Jay Norvell in the game. Uh, It'll feature a 12-team college football playoff, every single bowl game. Dynasty mode is going to be in it, which is awesome. Probably my favorite element of any video game of all time is dynasty mode. Uh, Road to Glory, which is more of a, you like kind of create a player and, and you take him individually. That's that's back as well. It's going to be fun. I'm really excited to see how they incorporate NIL and the transfer portal, both of which are in the game. That is confirmed in the article. They did not really get into the details of how it's going to be implemented. That makes sense. They want to keep the surprise. Uh, the 2024 uniforms will be in the game for every team, including the alternates, which is really exciting. I don't know if there's going to be a limit, like if each team is just going to have one alternate uniform, and if so, which alternate would it be? I would assume it would be the Ag Day uniforms in that instance. Maybe it's State Pride. I don't know. I know that in the updated mods online that you can play for NCAA Football 2014, they've been able to put the new uniforms in, which is cool. I don't don't see why EA wouldn't be able to do the same. Uh, But as a CSU fan and somebody that played the game back in the day, I am definitely excited about that. I remember when they put the orange jerseys in, I think it was in 13 was the first time they put it in. Maybe it was in uh, NCAA football 12, but it still had the traditional green and gold helmet. So the uniform was pretty fugly. If we're being honest, it was the old original Ag Day orange jersey, which was not good. The, The very first iteration of it was pretty rough and you wore white pants or maybe you could switch it to green pants and make yourself look like a pumpkin. But uh, it just had the traditional green and gold helmet with it. So it looked a little wonky. Um, If I remember correctly, I think that is actually what they did wear the first time that they wore it. I think they introduced the green and bone orange helmet the year after that. Um, Another thing I'm interested to see is that helmet in the game. Or is it only the old Aggie version of the Ag Day helmet? Either way, it's going to be really cool to see a modernized version of CSU football. The uniform games have... Our uniform game, I should say, has stepped up tremendously over the years, especially since the last release of a game. I'm interested to see what Canvas Stadium looks like and really how many details are included. I mean, are you going to have the new Belgian porch in there? Will Fat Sunny, the weird statue, be in it? Um, What about Canvas Chaos? Is that a feature that's going to be in the game? Comatose the Cannon? I would hope so. Out of the things that I most want to be, in the game elements of CSU that I would most want to be in the game. Comatose is definitely high up there. I think it'd be really cool to see them have the Ram walk featured, especially as like, if you pick a, a home game for CSU, they always have that intro video scene. If it was like the Ram walk, I think that would be awesome. It'd be cool to see an overhead view of campus. I think this game can be a great advertisement for the CSU football program for the campus as a whole for Fort Collins. I learned so much about the different schools across the country by playing these games growing up. And that's not an over-exaggeration. It really is true. I'm excited to rebuild the Mountain West the way that I would like to, which would be more regional. I'd bring Utah and BYU back. I don't know if I would bring TCU back, to be honest. Probably so, just because it was fun to, to be in Texas and to have that brand. But I don't know. These days, especially given the way that college football has shifted, I think it'd be more fun to bring in Oregon State and Washington State. And if you you had those schools with BYU and Utah, you keep the cream of the crop in the Mountain West, the top schools, the CSUs, Boise States, UNLVs, Fresno State, San Diego State, all that. 
probably still hang on to Air Force, even though they're they're a pain in the ass. Utah State, too, even though you don't really need them. They're the third best school in Utah in that situation. But Logan is gorgeous. I like the basketball program, and they've been competitive in football. They're at least worth keeping around, much more so than San Jose State or even Hawaii, to be honest, just with the obscure travel. If you listen to this podcast regularly, you know that I would never split up CSU and Wyoming. Back in the day, I used to add CU to the Mountain West, too. I might do it just to spite them because they feel so high and mighty, but I'm also to the point with the CSU-CU dynamic where I'm kind of like, screw them, I I don't even want to be in the same conference. The less I have to interact with those folks, the better as far as I'm concerned. But I think this game is going to be a lot of fun, guys. As a Mountain West fan, I think this year in particular is a great year for the game to come back. There's a lot of top-end talent in the conference. If you're looking at it from a CSU supporter's perspective, and this is assuming that all these guys opted into the game, all the players that did opt into it received $600 and a free copy of the game, which you're going to see some hot take people online be like, what? That That's not enough when the reality is, is that 99.9% of players have functionally zero NIL value. The value is in the brand. It's the game, unless you're a quarterback or a receiver or a star or something like that. Uh, that's just the cold, hard reality of the situation. $600 is probably more than, you know, 98% of the players are actually bringing to this game in terms of value. Uh, but I, I think it's great. It's great that the players are getting a piece of the pie. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I know that so many players I've talked to over the years would have preferred the game just existed and, and they got nothing. So the fact that these kids are going to get 600 bucks and the game for free, which they, they certainly should have at least always gotten a copy of it. Um, it it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited to play with BFN and Tori Horton. Jack Howell is going to be awesome. Henry Blackburn going to lay the wood with him, which is going to be cool. But even just looking around the Mountain West, which is kind of what I was getting into before I got sidetracked briefly there. You know, Ashton Gianti of Boise State. It's, it's going to be cool to play with him. Uh, Ricky White at UNLV. There's some legit dudes, and I think it's going to make something like Dynasty Mode a, a lot of fun to play out. Probably really challenging, too. But I can't wait. I absolutely cannot wait. One thing you should know, just in, in case you don't go back and read that article, if a player does choose to opt out, you will not be able to create him. I'm not really sure what exactly that means. If it just means you can't spell the name, or what if that's also your name? You know, if, what if you have a common name and that player opts out? I, I don't know. I don't know if it means you can't create any players, which would be a disappointment to me because I love to create all-time rosters. Like I want to be able to do what I did back in 2020 and create the, the greatest all-time CSU football players. You know, I want to throw a touchdown from Moses Moreno to Trey McBride. You know, I want to connect with Tori Horton from BVP. I want to do all that stuff. Capri, you guys get the idea. So stoked. So stoked that this game is finally coming back. Cannot wait to play it this summer. Might be bad for the relationships in my life. Might, you know, be single by the time it's all said and done. I'm just kidding. Uh, but certainly I'm going to lock myself in a dark room and play that game for days on end come July, come August, right as we get into football season. It's going to test my uh, ability to be productive. Uh, before we get out of here, I did want to get into what's happening in Agland, but I do want to make sure that I tell you guys about a couple of fun events coming up at DNVR. Shout out to everybody that came through to the watch party on Saturday night. I know the outcome was not what any of us hoped for, but the turnout was awesome. Really love the Alumni Association. Appreciate them 
being so willing to work with us. Uh, but if you're a Colorado sports fan as a whole, even more than just the Rams on the 29th, we're going to have a watch party with Avalanche alumni. Uh, they're going to be holding a silent auction with items such as um, from Foot and Sackick and McKinnon. They've got signed sticks and McCarr jersey. It's really going to be cool. On the 2nd, March 2nd, we're going to have a Nuggets watch party. There's going to be great deals, $4 Outlaws and Miller Lite specials. Join us and watch the Nuggets take on the Lakers. And on uh, March 1st at 4 p.m., we've got the American Raptors watch party with athlete appearances, DNVR swag, Raptors ticket giveaway, and more. Happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. Follow us on social at DNVR underscore sports or go to thednvr.com slash events to check out the calendar. Okay, okay, okay. Before we get out of here, just wanted to do a brief update on what's happening in Agland. It's been a while since I've done a subject like this. Um, A lot happening in the athletic department, by the way. More changes coming in that athletic administration. That's really all I can say at the moment, but we now know that Cottingham and Parker are no longer in the mix. A couple more dominoes I expect to fall here. Uh, probably as soon as this week, though. Sometimes that stuff takes uh, a little bit longer as they figure out the details. CSU women's hoops, they are 2-1 and one over their last three. They got blown out in Albuquerque on the 10th, and it, it kind of felt like the season was over to me, to be honest. kind of felt like this team had you know, maybe thrown in the towel. It's been a, a tougher stretch in, in league play than anybody anticipated, but since that, they've really responded well. They lost a, a tough one against UNLV on Valentine's Day, 67-64. to 64. But since that, they came back to Fort Collins, won the border war, took down Wyoming, 75-70. Nice upset there. Then they went out on the road, picked up a big win over Utah State. That was a 90-68 to 68 victory on Saturday afternoon. Pretty big because at least now the Rams have two of their final three at home. The only road trip they have to make is San Jose State, which isn't particularly brutal. If they can close strong here, they've got a small chance to potentially, you know, still get that day one by in the Mountain West tournament, which would be huge. The Rams are currently in sixth place, but they're only a game back of both Wyoming and San Diego State. CSU picking up the win over the Cowgirls was obviously really big, but looking at Wyoming, They've now lost three, no, four straight. They've really been struggling of late. They closed the season with two games on the road, San Jose State and San Diego State. I mean, if the Rams can win out, given that Wyoming and San Diego State have to play each other, CSU, they can jump into that fifth spot, potentially even the fourth spot. The caveat to that, though, is that Nevada, who is also eight and seven in the league, if they can beat CSU in Fort Collins, they could jump the Rams, so... This game is huge. You, you've got to win this one. You've got to go out on the road and take down San Jose State, who's 1-14 in league play. That, that should be a victory. And then you've got a chance on, on senior day against Boise State at home. They're 10-5, and five, two games ahead of the Rams in the standings as is. We'll see. I mean, there, there's a chance here for some chaos down the stretch. Really encouraging to see the women pick up a win on the road, though. Only 5-7 and seven away from Moby Arena, much like the men's team much better at home than they have been away from home. But my God, did McKenna Hofschild go off against the Aggies? She had 31 points, 12 of 15 from the floor, 5 of 5 from three-point range. She went 2 of 3 from the charity stripe, also had five rebounds, five assists, only two turnovers. I mean, she's incredible. Her stats are insane. What's awesome, though, is now that 
Um, Marta LeMain's been going a little bit. She's got 24 points in the win as well, 12 of 17 from the floor. Those two win a combined 24 of 32 from the floor. Absolutely crazy. It's been encouraging to see some of these other players around McKenna really stepping up and, and knocking down some threes. Uh, Hannah Ronsiak has been great at times. We've seen Kendall Kinzer have her moments, Kaylin Crocker as well. This team, you know, the, the depth is starting to shine through a little bit, which is it's encouraging. It, it's been, I, I think, an underachievement in terms of where this team is at in the standings, just given that the women's side is not as deep as the men's side. Now, I'm not saying that to be dismissive. It's just not as good, and that's why it's a, a one-bid conference. For CSU, it would only be one game above 500 against that level of competition. Considering you have a, a top 15 player in, in women's college basketball, you know, that, that kind of sucks. But at the same time, you have a chance to accomplish all your goals, which is, you know, to make the NCAA tournament. And if they can win in Vegas, if they can get that day one by, anything's possible. Win three games in three days. They've been able to get to the title game a couple of times now in the last couple of years. You never know. You never know. I just really would like to see McKenna at least get one opportunity in the NCAA tournament with CSU before she hangs it up and, you know, goes out alongside Becky Hammond as the two greatest players in program history. Before we get out of here, I do want to shout out the CSU track and field teams, but the men and women took home the championships at the indoor track championships down in Albuquerque over the weekend. Really awesome to see. Um, They took a total of 275 points and 22 medals. Really dominance altogether. Uh, Maya Lesnar had a historic performance. Uh, So did Mariano Kiss. Both received the most outstanding field performer accolade while head coach Brian Bedard received the accolade for the Mountain West Men's and Women's Coach of the Year. He is reaching that Tom Hilbert, Sonny Lubick type conversation where the sustained success over a significant period of time is just something unlike anything we've ever seen before. And it's incredible what he's able to do year in and year out. Huge shout out to those programs. Uh, I'm not a track expert, so I know I probably sound... (laughs) Very ignorant when I'm speaking about them, basically reading from the press releases. But, you know, I just have so much respect for the commitment and how those guys and and girls go out there and just do their thing. You know, they don't get the fanfare. They don't get the attention that football or basketball does. But all they go and do is just fucking win. That's all they do. Anyways, that's all I've got for this one. Shout out to all you for continuing to support the content. You make my dreams come true. Much love. Always proud to be. Peace. Peaches out of Palisades, sweet as mama's marmalade. This shit sound like summer days, the windows down on harmony. The family band sing harmonies, my daddy played the drums. My mama slapped that bass, my sister sang these songs. Dancing under canopies, we thank the trees for all their leaves. We are just some drops of water together, make up seven seas. And one day I'll be like my father, one day I will learn to breathe. I'm choking on the thought that I am not the man I want to be. I got blood on my shirt, like I wear my heart on my sleeve. She said I look good in red, but that went straight to my head. So now she's rocking my teeth, tucked into new prodigies. And we ain't spoken in a month, but I just saw her last week. The lipstick stain still on my cheek, like we ain't talk enough. And we always seem to laugh, but never nod at us. So the future's looking grim, it's kinda ominous. And this song ain't about love, that'd be too obvious. See, this is more about lust and all of my misconceptions. And this is more about me and all of my self-deception. I'll tell myself a lie 100 times, don't need corrections. But every night I pray to God, I hope I learn my lesson. 
And the peaches out from Palisade And they sweet as mama's marmalade And this should sound like summer days The windows down on harmony The family band sing harmonies My daddy played the drums And my mama slapped that bass And my sister sang these songs Dancing hand in hand We were tripping two left feet Like a middle school slow dance No one knew how to leave But I'm so thankful for these days They put a smile on